Well, a very good morning, friends, and welcome to Wisdom Wednesday, Wednesday the 21st of February, and what a joy it is to be with you this morning. I'm Rocky Stevenson, pastor of Benoni Bible Church, and what a joy it is to be with you every morning, quarter past eight to half past eight, or here on Radio Pulpit, um, just opening God's Word, exploring it, looking at it, and what a wonder it is. We've been in Wisdom Wednesday looking thematically at the book of Proverbs and looking at various different themes that we find in the book of Proverbs and seeing how does it affect our daily lives. And today we're going to be looking at finding purpose and meaning in our daily labor. You see, your work is a work of worship. We are called to worship the Lord in work. Work was there even before the fall of man. And work is something that honors the Lord. If you do not work, you do not deserve to eat. This is the biblical principle that we find throughout the word of God. So let's delve deeper into the rich tapestry of Proverbs and then draw conclusions from these timeless wise sayings of the book of Proverbs that are also found in the New Testament. We find various ways in which the Old Testament and the New Testament really combine thematically to give us a good doctrine on work. So our exploration begins with Proverbs 22 verse 29 and then also Proverbs 27 verse 18. But we'll also weave then inside that the New Testament teaching to enrich our understanding. Proverbs 22 29 reads as follows. Do you see a man skilled in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. So here we see just the way in which a a man who does his work in a skilled way, a diligent way, is somebody that actually gets recognized for his work even before nobles. In Proverbs 22, 29, it's such a gem that declares to us the way that we are rewarded for the hard work and the diligence with which we do our work. And it's, it's a proverb that not only highlights the recognition that accompanies diligence, but also hints at the spiritual principle of stewardship. You're being a good steward with what God has given you, and you're doing what you're doing as unto the Lord, and therefore the Lord is rewarding that as you now skillfully live out the work that you do. In Proverbs 27 verse 18, it complements our exploration, stating, He who guards the fig tree will eat its fruit, and he who keeps watch for his master will be honored. And that proverb there invites us to reflect on the connection between faithful stewardship and the honor that follows. When you're looking well after the fig tree, you're going to eat the the fruit of that fig tree. I've got a little veggie patch in our backyard, and I've been enjoying doing some of that work on the veggie patch. And when you've put good diligence into it, you're going to eat nicely of its fruit. If I leave the tomatoes too long on the bush, then the little birds come to eat the tomatoes, and I don't get to eat the tomatoes. Even though they've been ripening for such a long time, I lose the tomatoes because I haven't been guarding it well, haven't been looking after it well. And that's the same picture that's given here with regard to the fig tree. If you're guarding it well, you'll eat of its fruit. If you keep watch for your master, you will be honored by your master. There's a reward in any good diligence for the one who works hard. And this proverb invites us also to reflect on the connection between that faithful stewardship and then the honor that follows with that. And now what we also realize as well is that we as Christians are meant to be the hardest workers. We're meant to be those that do well in our work. Of course, we should not worship our work, and I think that there must be a balance. We should not be, as as I've mentioned before, Jesus is not just a first on a priority list. He ought to permeate everything that we do. 
but we should not allow our work to take the place of our Lord Jesus or that of worshipping the Lord Jesus. And we should not let our work take the place of our families. It must remain in its right place, but we ought to do our work diligently. Listen to Colossians 3, verse 23, which amplifies this proverbial wisdom that we find in Proverbs, saying this, Whatever you do, do your work heartedly, as for the Lord rather than men. Now, you know when you do something with all your heart, and when you do things without all your heart. You know when you put vigor into something and when you put your strength into something, you put your you put effort into something compared to when you don't. And this verse then underscores the sacred nature of those daily tasks when we approach them with a heart that's devoted to the Lord. We ought to look through the work that we do and we should see the Lord Jesus. And we do what we do as unto the Lord. It is an act of worship. Work in its actual in its raw sense, in its real sense, is an act of worship. Now, of course, that also helps us to di- to differentiate between if we are doing work that is ungodly or work that is godly. Of course, God's word tells us what is right and what is wrong and tells us what is sin and what is righteousness. And we ought to do work that is righteous. We ought to do that which is good and godly and in line with what God has taught us in his word. Yet when we do our work, what is the attitude behind that? How are we doing our work? Are we dragging our feet? Because whatever we do, do your work heartily as for the Lord rather than for men. Of course, you have a boss. You have people you're accountable to. Even I do as a pastor. I'm not the boss of Benoni Bible Church. The Lord Jesus is. But I have men that I'm accountable to. I'm accountable to my fellow elder. I'm accountable to my deacons. But how do I do my work? Do I do my work as though I'm doing it for those men? Because if I'm doing it as though I'm doing it for those men, those men will find reason to disappoint me at times. Those men are going to do things that I'm not going to quite like, or they're going to ask me to do things that I don't quite like, or they're not going to quite see things the way that I would want them to see things. Even as a pastor, I might be tempted to do my work as though I'm doing it for men. If I do what I'm doing here on Radio Pulpit and I do it simply for the listener, well, then I would be doing what I do for men. But if I do what I do as an act of worship unto the glory of God, then I use what God has given me for his glory. And that is called stewardship. When I recognize that God has given me a voice and he's given me a mind to think and he's given me a certain giftedness. And yeah, he's opened an opportunity for me, which I'm so grateful for to share with you on Radio Pulpit. Well, then I do my work very differently. I do it with diligence. I do it with an honor unto the Lord. I do it as an act of worship to the Lord. And that is the kind of work that is appreciated by those that receive that work. Those that are the beneficiaries of work that is done to the Lord are those that are most grateful for the work that has been done. There's a, there's a level of honesty and sincerity in work that is done unto the Lord. So do your work as unto the Lord. Have you been grumbling and complaining? And moaning about the work that you have? Have you not realized that God has given you the work that you have? God has called us and he said, be faithful with the little that I give you. Sometimes we can become so disheartened and so unhappy with the little that we have, not realizing that often these are tests for us to not despise the day of small things, as we see in the book of Zechariah, and to realize that it's not by power, not by might, but by the Spirit of God that we accomplish anything of good at all. And we must be faithful with the little things that the Lord gives us to be faithful with. And then, what a privilege. Often he gives a little bit more for us to be faithful with. But if the Lord has told you to stand at attention in the corner of his palace, and that's what you do, 
then you are, you, are, you are doing your job like the cherubim that are before him. As long as God is the one that has told you to do that, standing at attention. So then stand at attention as best as you possibly can. Do the work that your hands find to do and do it diligently. Do it unto the Lord, not unto men. In the end of the day, we sometimes also think to ourselves that we will properly do a job when we get a big job to do. No, you will never do a big job properly if you refuse to do a small job properly. Same thing if you had to think about, I mean, we've got a number of men in our church that own businesses. And um, I'm, I'm thinking of, of some of these men that when this illustration comes to mind, imagine you hire a worker and he's just a normal day laborer that you've hired and you own a, a large factory that is producing many different items and you hire him as a day worker. But he refuses to do the work that you give him to do. You ask him to just you know, sweep out the certain section in the in the factory. <clears throat> and he doesn't even do that properly. He doesn't sweep out properly. He gives excuses when he hasn't swept out properly. Why would you ever put him in charge of looking after one of the machines in your factory when that would be an upgrade from this sweeping of the floor? Now think about that with our Lord God. When we are not good stewards with the little that we get given to do, by him in this world, and we don't work heartily as unto the Lord. Why would he give us more to do if we're not, obey, if we're not obeying him and we are moaning and we're callous about the work that we've been given? See, the Lord has called us to be those that are not just workers, but, but workers that do it diligently as unto the Lord. Listen to Ephesians 6 verse 7 to 8, and I know that this passage speaks about slaves with their masters, but in many respects, we're all not too different from this. We might receive our salaries, but we've got masters that we must obey. We've got people that we are under. We've got bosses that we report to, or managers that we report to. I do think that Christians ought to strive towards even starting their own companies, and God gives them a level of sanctified common sense, and you want to be able to be as much as you can your own boss so that you have time to spend on ministry. And I think that that is good. But there's times where we will have bosses over us and where we will have those that we are answerable to. And listen to Ephesians 6, 5 to 8. It says, Slaves, be obedient to those who are your masters, according to the flesh, with fear and trembling in the integrity of your heart as to Christ. Again, the importance of as to Christ, not by way of eye service as men pleasers. You don't just do what the eyes can see as men pleasers do, but as slaves of Christ doing the will of God from the heart. You know the difference between somebody that does something from the heart and somebody that doesn't. Serving with good will as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that whatever good thing each one does, this he will receive back from the Lord, whether slave or free. No matter if you're a slave or a free man, what you do as unto the Lord, you will receive back to the Lord. And so here our labor is elevated as to an act of worship anticipating divine recognition from God. So how do these insights then shape our daily lives? Well, the book of Proverbs, as well as the New Testament, call us to approach our work with skill and diligence and a heart that is devoted to God. Whatever we do, whatever our career, whether in our careers, our studies, our homemaking, viewing our task as offered to God, that transforms the ordinary into the sacred. It's in the very ordinary things that God is most exalted when you're washing that dish to his glory, when you're cooking that meal to his glory, when you welcome people in your home to his glory, when you mop the floor for his glory. Oh, what a blessing that is. It's in the ordinary, friends, that we really honor the Lord the most. 
Some of us might think to ourselves, we would really honor God if we had the pulpit at Benoni Bible Church this Sunday. Then we'd really do a good job. Well, that's those times that you're actually cleaning the toilet at home, not in the pulpit where you're really honoring the Lord. How are you doing what you do? Are you doing it to him? Sometimes we can get tempted into thinking only when something's a big thing, then I'll honor the Lord. No, we really honor the Lord in the small things. And all of those small things that we do to the honor of the Lord and that right heart attitude then culminates into an attitude of devotion to him. And then when we have the big things to do, it will just come naturally for us to honor the Lord. And we won't make a very big thing about the big things. We'll just do that to the glory of God. Put one foot in front of the other, honoring him. So do your best. Pray that it's blessed and he will take care of the rest. He'll get you through it. That's a Keith Green lyric. So, as you engage in your daily labor, consider the impact of your work on those around you. Are you cultivating a spirit of excellence and stewardship? Let the principles then of Proverbs, Colossians, Ephesians, the whole Bible, guide you in finding purpose and meaning in your daily endeavors as you seek to serve the Lord. May the Lord bless you. Look forward to being with you again tomorrow for Technical Thursday.